and welcome back to episode 38 of the Weekly Tech Rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Carl, how are you doing? Not too bad. It's, uh, well, weather could be better. We're about, it's, I don't know about you, really mixed day today. It's been sunny, then chucking it down and sunny again and more rain. He can't seem to make his mind up. Torrential, I believe the, uh, the phrase is uh, torrential. But then we've had beautiful sunshine in between. We we have yeah, and uh, we had thunder earlier and lightning. Though I have to say, uh, on a technological standpoint, the weather uh, said that it was like earlier was forecasting like ninety percent chance of rain. I think it was about eleven o'clock, and was uh, it? I, the washing machine had just finished, and I was like, "Do I hang it out? Do I hang it?" I was like, ninety percent, and then eleven o'clock. Yep, it started raining. I was like, "Okay, that that's pretty, pretty good." Spot on. <laughs> well done. You know, you were right. So uh, so that seemed pretty spot on. So yeah, uh, the Met Office are getting better at this. I feel you know they're, they're pretty well versed now. <laughs> Yeah. How's your week been so far? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, considering it's Monday, it already feels like Thursday, so that's not a great start. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's yeah, yeah, you know. But as as in here in the UK, we are now released from our shackles a little bit more, aren't we? Of uh, post lockdown, we can we go can, into a pub and not we just can. be relegated in the rain to a beer garden. We can, and we'll be doing so this coming weekend for an in-person weekly tech round uh, staff update. We will do. I like that staff update. Yeah, can we expense this somehow? Uh, get back to you on that one. <laughs> so we have got a good lineup again this tonight of different stories from the world of tech. We are covering everything from WhatsApp to VR to Apple gaming. No, not that kind of gaming and Mobile World Congress because it's that time of year again. But then let's kick off with the first story tonight, which is coming from our friends over at WhatsApp. Yes, you know that friendly messaging app that tells you every time you click on it, do you wish to accept the privacy policy? Yep, you've read it. I know you've read it because I haven't. <laughs> I, yeah, I have not accepted that still. <laughs> so this has been banging on now, hasn't it, for quite a while around this privacy pop-up that WhatsApp are asking users to accept yep. um, and saying that basically, you know, that nothing's going to change but by the way we're going to share your data with facebook now and obviously mm. a lot of people are unhappy with this you know but let's just stop and think for a second who owns whatsapp and you don't think they're sharing your data with facebook i mean mm. really? yeah i'm two minds about this you know the terms i think the terms are just ratifying things but i'm pretty sure they've been sharing your data already i would probably want to put money on they probably have yeah so this is this uh, you know it'd been for a while that you didn't have to accept it you could postpone it was the word i struggled to get out yep. there um but now facebook are uh sorry whatsapp even are now saying that if you don't accept it you you're going to lose features effectively this yeah. is interesting so what so come may the 15th and we are past that what, what may the 17th now um i haven't lost any features yet but apparently you're going to start maybe losing access to your contacts list or, or the list of messages. And the only way you'll be able to get through to the messages is if uh, someone messages you and you click the notification as it pops up. Yeah, so hmm. what is this? You know, is this like um, nerfing your pro nerfing the program before, you know, people start to say, well, hang on a minute, you know. Uh, technically, you can still use it. It's just not very friendly. No, I, you're right. Reality is... Who, most people have probably clicked this, I suspect. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, WhatsApp have said, you know, they won't delete or deactivate people's accounts. But, yeah, as you just said, they're going to stop features from working. So 
how often, how long before somebody pipes up on Twitter or wherever going, oh, what's happening? No, I know what's happening no longer works, you know, and starts complaining about yeah. this because they haven't clicked it. Um, the, re- the reality, the majority of people are just going to click this and not care, really, aren't they? They are, they are. And I say, WhatsApp have pretty much shared your data with Facebook anyway, and then Facebook has shared it with anybody who wants it. Yeah, and again, there are alternatives here, you know. WhatsApp obviously filled a void for a long time of cheaper messaging capabilities across cross-platform, which is, you know, yep. perfect, really, wasn't it? And we, we've talked about this before around, realistically speaking, if you're on an iOS environment, you know, why not use iMessage? But, you know, the reality is people, not everybody has iPhones, obviously. But sig- you, know, you can get Signal, you can get Telegram. Uh, there's probably others, isn't there, that I yeah. don't know they're off on that. Um, and it's, again, you know, both of those also provide that end-to-end encryption which whatsapp has as well but yeah i'd be i really would be interested to see what happens in the coming weeks or probably coming weeks definitely around how many people don't press this and start to notice features that you know don't work you know what's going to go first as you say is it going to be voice calls is it going to be um contact listings or is it going to be you know what is it going to be you know it's bizarre oh you know i think it might have made I think some people took notice of this because surprisingly, I went into Signal the other day and I got notified, your mum is now on Signal. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> I was like, that just kind of shocked me because, well, yeah, it, just a shock, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she obviously went, oh, I'm not sure about that one and downloaded Signal for some reason. Um, I haven't messengered messenger, uh, messenger, I can't even pronounce the word now. I haven't sent her a message on it yet. <laughs> uh, I, I've got, you know, was it, when was it? Um, it when WhatsApp obviously first brought this message out, you know, said about yeah. they were going to share with everybody and there was that huge exodus, wasn't there? And people installing Signal and Telegram yeah. and Signal was the one of choice of kind of like this end of the, the world as well. And like, you know, remember logging on, it like said all these people, you know, all of these XYZ people are on Signal now. And you're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Like, where did you all come from? <laughs> you used to only have one or two, and now I've got quite a handful on there. No, to be honest with you, I think I've used it a handful of times since then, you know? I wanted to use it more. Just the people I wanted to speak to weren't on there. No, that's the problem, isn't it? You, if, if, if your contacts aren't on there, it's, it's about as much use as a chocolate teapot, really, isn't it? Exactly. But, I, you know, I've got it there. I probably will use it more often. Um, it just, yeah, at the moment... No, WhatsApp still there again. Just fortunately, my mum uses WhatsApp, so I've got to use WhatsApp. Um, you know, my we've said I think I said before, my wife uses it with her, with her family and that. Even though everybody's got an iPhone, which I still don't understand. Oh, that, that's the infuriating <laughs> bit, then. Yeah. Look, but who am I to argue? But yeah, let's see what happens here, and uh, I'm sure there'll be more news stories about this as going forward as people lose functionality, or maybe they won't. Maybe it's all a bluff, you know. To get people to click it, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to click it. I want to see how far it will go. I've got to check now whether I've clicked it. I haven't used WhatsApp in ages. I'm just going to have to find (laughs) out now. Ah, but anyway, from WhatsApp to Qualcomm, then. Yes. So, cast your minds back, all the way back to 2019 when Apple bought Intel's modem division. Then we didn't hear a thing, did we? So that that uh, strange acquisition where that was like fanfare of then. Shh, be quiet. Yeah, and then, but they, then all first, they did use some of Intel's mobile um, uh, mobile chips, didn't they? The, the, the modems, because they've been using them for a while. And I think that's the reason they bought them. But as soon as 5G came around, 
they jumped back to Qualcomm, didn't they? So, but the rumor is from you know our famous analyst Ming Chi Ku. I'm probably butchering that again. Is that Ming Chi Kuo? Kuo could well be <laughs> him. Our, apolo- our apologies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Apologies, Mister Kuo. Uh, <laughs> right. So, yeah, the rumor is that is it 2000 by 2023 they will be using their own built-in, their own modems, the ones they built their own themselves with Intel's uh, team there. Uh, why so long, though? This is what gets me. It's great they're going to do it, and this is definitely the path they've been going with everything, isn't it? They want to bring yeah. everything in-house, build all their own, or sorry, design all their own chips. They don't build them. Design all their own chips. But why is it taking so long? So that would be, what, four years from purchase to actually getting a chip out? Maybe it's because... Could it be anything... Well... Could it be around a reverse engineering and then designing, you know, rebuilding off off what they had, or could, could it be, be around pat- could it be around patents that um, expiring? Ah, uh, could be. I hadn't thought of that one. Now that was just you know that's just kind of like finger in the air. But I'm wondering, are there any patents that Intel's technically still hold that could expire, or perhaps they needed to wait until you know there was advancements in technology to allow them to not circumvent it, but you know go around mm. it without you know basically saying that they were infringing on you know because all intel would be like hang on a minute um you know cough up <laughs> you know? yeah i mean it could be it could be a license agreement with qualcomm yeah. that they were going to use them you know 5g wasn't ready at the time they used qualcomm but they had to sign a certain you know exclusivity agreement again this is all uh i was just guessing here but uh, it could be that as well I think, yeah, that's the problem we are kind of discussing here. But I think definitely, as your point is, this is definitely the Apple master plan around no longer having reliance on third-party OEM manufacturers for components, isn't it? Um, yeah, the only one left, the only big one left is the screen. Yeah, which is Samsung, ironically, isn't it, in most cases? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Samsung. Uh, I'm sure LG have done a stint there as well. I think they probably have now you've said that, you know. But then again, the problem with that though is that there are only so many, um, the only so many vendors, aren't there, that uh, of produce screens of that quality? And um, you know, actually, who else are you going to go to? And I suppose for them to design the screen is probably a much more manufacturing intensive process than it is to do modems. I don't, you know, because yeah. it's probably a more generalized thing, isn't it? Whereas modem is very specialist, but those screens are going to be appearing everywhere. I'm sure those screens that we see in the iPad probably exist somewhere else in a variant or will do with some variant will they yeah i mean, I, mean they, I think things like the mini led are custom designs by apple but obviously made by another manufacturer yeah definitely definitely but i think their dependence on third-party oems is something they want to get rid of they want to own the hardware software stack from the way through obviously they can't the manufacturing piece is the problem because i guess apple don't want to own manufacturing plants in the, no, for every component, not. but you know, having somebody fabricate your components, like with the chips, you know, TSMC, etc., yep. is a lot different to having reliance on somebody else, you know, designing and manufacturing Their technology. Yeah. yeah, which then they could also sell to other vendors, isn't it? And you've lost your yeah, you've lost your advantage. Then, you've you? lost that technological advantage. Whereas if you know, in this case with the the five G modem, if it's Apple designed through and through, like the M one chips, you've got a technological edge because. You don't have to lay all your cards on the table to say what's exactly under the hood, do you? You can just say no. it does X, Y, Z, but we're not, you know, unless you've 
pull up the patents and all that kind of stuff, you're never really going to understand what makes it better than the Qualcomm or no. And I suppose you know Apple can then choose what's important to them. Do they want power? Do they want uh, energy saving? Uh, you know what what is it there? Well, so and that's performance thing, versus power. Yeah, and that's seen you know, it. Whilst obviously the Qualcomm modems now you know will have been designed in conjunction with Apple's input, I'm sure because you know to get the the best from them. This one is going to be designed from the ground up with all the other components on that logic board. You know, from a performance perspective, you're not going to have to worry about that chip or potentially no. be having, you know, connections for other, oh, I don't know, other devices. You know, I'm, I'm speculating, but I'm just thinking what they've done with the M1 chip is a, it's just a kind of a benchmark here, isn't it? It is, yeah. But, you know, what, so what's he saying? 2023, you said, didn't you? He's saying 2023, yeah. Well, that's not that far away, realistically, is it? Let's be honest. No, you know? I just mean it's been four years since they bought them. It just to me seems like a long time. But as you said, I'm sure there's other stuff going on in the background. If Apple could bring it forward, they would. But devil's advocate here. How prolific is 5G? Oh, oh, I, I got a 5G signal the other day. I sent you a screenshot, didn't I? That's because that's only because you've had your COVID jab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The amplification, man. I was getting what 300 meg down. Only five meg up, but uh, that was a big boost <laughs> from last time I saw it, where I was uh, sitting in a Sainsbury's car park, and I was like, "Oh, I've got five G." Had a look, uh, yeah, half a meg down, half a meg up. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, <laughs> a fair play to you. I mean, I we haven't even got a five G signal where I live. You know, there isn't um, any five G masks. I and, think they're um, sticking five G up in the areas of where I live, where they're building new estates. Right. Okay. I mean, so we're we're not seeing it. I'm I'm with EE. You know, uh, technically BT, isn't it? You know, here in the UK. Yeah. Um. When you go on their map, they haven't got. We're one of the towns they haven't switched on for. You go ten, you know, twenty minutes up the road to to a bigger city. Um. You know, yeah. well, it's not that bigger, but it, technically it's a city. Or you go the other way, twenty five minutes down the coast of a city. Yeah, you get five G. Um. Or you go to the big smoke. You know, London. You get five G. I yeah. get that. That makes sense. You know, but. Yeah. I don't. I'm not seeing the benefit of it, and I guess the other problem I've got at the moment is, I don't go anywhere where I necessarily need it, you know, um, <laughs> because you know I'm sat at home on my Wi-Fi here, you know, which is you know it's not Wi-Fi six, but it's still doing you know, 1300 meg Mbps um, yeah. on the Unify. So actually, 5G is not relevant for me at the moment, and yeah, the phone can support it, but the reality is, I'm probably going to swap iPhones before I get 5G signal. Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm just. Uh, I'm just having a look at the. Uh... Check out where I am. See what they say. Uh, if I find myself on the map, are you uh, are you uh, coming up with? Uh, oh, um, in your in your part of the small part of the world. Well, the where I live, the what, southwest part, like the whole southwest of where I live, has got apparently great indoor and outdoor five G coverage. So it started where I am. Oh, fantastic! Well, the problem is, I, I mean, that's better than I get. I struggle with. I'm on the northeast 4G. side though, so I'm the exact oh. opposite area. <laughs> I, I struggle with 4G signals some days. I tell you where I live, you know, and uh, that, <laughs> ridiculous. My uh, my grandfather popped around earlier just as a kind of a tangent story, oh, yeah. but it's relevant. And he had his phone and he's got a Samsung uh, A5, which he was uh, given. And it wasn't getting any mobile signal. And I was like, that's really weird. So I'm like, pulled the, you know, pulled the SIM card, cleaned it, put it yep. back in. Still wasn't getting 4G. I'm like, or even getting 3G in the house. I'm like, I know, I, you know, my house signal's bad, but I don't live in a Faraday cage. So yep. I pulled out my Pixel 3A, Shove the SIM card in that, and I got a signal, and oh, um, yeah. and it was like, okay, that's interesting, but I couldn't browse to anything, so I was like, okay, well, it's not the SIM card then, clearly. So I put it back in his Samsung, and it got a signal, but the best it could get was uh, 
Um, oh, what's it called? What's it come up as? VPRS. Uh, no, the H, H- oh, HSPA plus. That's or the, so, yeah. It? You're like, huh? That's pretty nuts. I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> like, that's the fastest you can do, is it? You know, <laughs> like. I'm afraid oh. so, yeah. You've got a great was, signal there. I was like, okay. I was like, put it back on the wireless. So I was like, there you go, working fine now. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Thanks to my just, Wi-Fi. Yeah, but it's just like, that's how terrible it is. You know, you think w- everywhere normally gets 4G, but you go on the trains here in the UK, don't you? And like, I don't, yep. you know, from where I live to London, it's a main line. It takes just under an hour on the train. Um, you think you should be able to get solid 4G signal, wouldn't you, all the way on this? But you can't. It just doesn't doesn't work no it it's doesn't like... i get i get 4g some of the way and then for about 20 minutes i get nothing pretty much uh and then i get into london and i start to get a signal and then you enter a tunnel and it's all gone again you enter a tunnel it's like uh no we have no signal but we yeah but exactly. you do get you do get decent signal on the underground from the wireless so you do now yeah yeah so sorry we went off on a massive tangent there from modem but you know <laughs> But you're right. By the time you get 5G in your area, you'll be another phone or two down the line. Uh, but, so, but you know, just got me thinking right, though. The reason why this... You know why they, you know really why it's coming out in 2023, don't you? No, go on. Tell me. It's silicon shortage. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> uh, which leads us nicely into our next story, of course. Which Indeed. Is, it is, which is, you know, no shock to anybody, but uh, Jim Whitehurst, who is the president at IBM, uh, told the BBC this week that, um, according to him, the chip shortage is not going to end anytime soon, because, no. quite frankly, we're still waiting for them to build new, new fabs. And, you know, Intel, TSMC have both said they're going to build all the fabs uh, in, <laughs> in Arizona. Yeah, um, they're all in Arizona. They're all in Arizona because that's clearly where the only place you can build fabrication units. Um, damn good subsidies going on there. Um, it's basically like, yeah, it's supply and demand. And basically, if you've got no factory, you've got no product. And it, it's right. It's not rocket science, is it, to to kind of like be told that. You know what? I don't. It's going to take a long time. We're talking probably a couple of years, but I think this to level out. Um, Hmm. But I suppose it's, it's it's all happened because I suppose all manufacturers have got to that just in time model, haven't they? Of course they have. Nobody, nobody, and no one leaves keeps stock. stock anymore. So now yeah. that we've hit this crisis. There is nothing. We're playing major catch up. We are. We are exactly playing major catch up because you're right. Nobody holds anything in stock anymore. You know, because it costs money, doesn't it, to have it on the shelf? Nobody yeah. wants stale products, so to speak, do they? Nope. And uh, you know, it's got long gone are the days of. Have you got it in the warehouse? Well, yeah, I've got enough in the warehouse to to cover me for you know this part, and that's why isn't it like you um, isn't it like supermarkets have spent years, haven't they, uh, formulating the models of demand so for things like Christmas yep. and uh, holiday, you know, barbecue season. So it's coming just in time for that, uh, that, that that holiday event, and then it goes back down to normal. Yeah, and they they've basically cracked that formula, haven't they, around. Um, around how many, you know, things they need and based on the one. And then what usually happens, of course, is if it's barbecue season, it rains so heavily that nobody can have a barbecue, you know, without, <laughs> you know, living in a, some kind of bomb shelter. But yeah, you're right. And it's the same problem here. And nobody wants loads of expensive silicone sat on the shelf. The sh- I couldn't get that word out. Shelf? Self? Um, shelf, yep. And yeah. And now we don't have any graphics cards. We don't have any CPUs. We probably don't have any RAM at this uh, rate either. I mean, so what? So IBM was saying, what? 
they, they're concurring that, that shortages until 2022-2023, aren't they? They basically are, they're conc- which is probably the point as well. They're probably also what they're doing because they've gone into an agreement with, with Intel, haven't they, on um, designing yeah. new chips. It's probably a case of, yeah, these chips we're talking about, you're not going to see them for quite a while. It's, it's just not going to happen. Uh, and the joke is, uh, NVIDIA about to release the new 3080 Ti. I still can't <laughs> buy a 3080. There is only one of those things, cars, and it lives in uh, what's his name, uh, Jensen um, Kitchen. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's that's the only one, and you can't buy that. No, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, if you want it, yeah. <laughs> I did have another first-hand experience. I, I went and purchased a, a car the other day. So uh, I'm, you know, we've been talking about the, the the shortages hitting the motor industry. So I'm sitting there as you do, you're looking at your options list. I'll have me some of that, let me some of that. Oh, no, so you can't have that. Oh, no, I like it. It looks really, really good. No, we have no stock of that part. Ah. <laughs> so they have you know, they have option packs, don't they? If you look at a car, and it's like, yeah. take the tech pack, and it has this, this, and this. But no, no, it has this, this, not that part, and it has this, and this. Oh, joy. <laughs> so basically, the, the manufacturer of the car is basically saying, no, because we can't build this. Yeah, basically. So we we can build you the car and we can give you these options. But this part of the tech pack, if you buy it, we can't deliver. So we'll give you a little bit of a discount on that one. Rather have the part. But uh, yeah, I suppose, you know, um, they weren't parts that the the manufacturer make. They're clearly from another supplier. And that supplier is having issues. Yeah. That's nuts, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Yeah, I was a bit surprised. I don't know we talked about it, but um, I hadn't really heard too much about, you know, the, in the UK when it came to car, to come to cars and stuff. Oh, and obviously when I started looking, I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's definitely affecting everyone. Yeah, I guess strange that, you know, you think with things like cars where we talk about, you know, the the size of those chips, I nanometer-wise, you know, what they, 28 nanometer, basically, yeah. they? comparatively huge, you know, versus... Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not... Hmm, even chips. I mean, one of the parts I couldn't get is I looked at getting the speaker upgrade. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the parts of the tech pack to the, uh, I think it's Harman Kardon speaker upgrade. Uh, that's the one I've got in mine. <laughs> that's the one I've got in my current one, but I can't have that on the new one. So I don't oh, know wow. whether it's the speaker itself. Maybe it's the amp that goes with it. I suspect it's probably the amp that's the chips in the amp that. Um, oh, uh, I was just going to say. Yeah, because yeah, I can't see, I can't see why. Um... Uh, why you couldn't have it, you know, as a normal speaker? Because what chips are in a normal speaker? No, so I, yeah, I think when you get that upgrade, you get obviously new speakers. I think some bigger subs, and you get an amp to power it all. Which, well, normal speakers don't come with an amp, so I suspect it's that. Ah, but the other bit I can't get is the wireless charging. Oh, okay, yep, yep. I know this. this I sort suppose of it's a chip that can. Controls the coils, don't they, for the wireless yeah, charging? Yeah, the, the built-in chi charger, isn't it? Basically, that's um, yeah. in the glove, not the glove box, in the center console. Yeah, exactly. So, but there weren't bits I was expecting for them not to have. No, they, no, I'm just. I mean, thinking... all the fancy LCD screens and the digital dash, no problem. Yeah, but the I guess I guess because of those. They hold probably more of those in stock because they're a standard item. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Versus, like you say, optional extras where not every vehicle is going to have one of those built in. But yeah, it, like you say, it proves that it's it's permeating 
all areas of manufacturing now then really isn't and it? i'm still expecting to get a call before the car arrives to say oh some other parts aren't available <laughs> well I, I, I was going to make a joke but you know what you're probably right i'm not, hold, I'm <laughs> not holding my breath that <laughs> you know, the entire car i ordered is going to turn up <laughs> no, no, we've got the wheels <laughs> <laughs> engine no <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that'll be an interesting conversation if that happens. Yeah, man. Oh, well, good luck with that, but hopefully you get the bits that you want with it. <laughs> I'll you know. keep you guys tuned. Tuned in, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Oh, what else we got then, Carl? What else this evening? Well, uh, another antitrust lawsuit again. What? In what? the gaming industry, and it's not epic. I, I tell you, right, if you were, if you were a... Um, uh, a lawyer in the video games industry or media industry right now, it must be, you know, it must be the Christmas. place to be, isn't it? You know, <laughs> Christmas has come early again. What, what was it I sent you earlier? Was it uh, Scrooge McDuck jumping into his pile of money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, somebody is making some serious coin here, aren't they? They are, but, you know, somebody else is yeah. not. <laughs> no, <laughs> someone's going to lose. Uh, so um, I've not heard of this studio, but a, a game studio called it Wolf Fire Games. Uh, started an antitrust lawsuit against Steam regarding their unwritten rules. Now, obviously, we couldn't get a copy of these as they're unwritten, but the class action... <laughs> I know, that's poor. But the class action alleges... Um, um, what is it? So, basically, you cannot... If you've got one of your games on Steam as a, a developer, yep. you can't offer it a lower price in another store or even on your own website. So, Otherwise, they will uh, Valve will remove your game from Steam. So it's almost like you're signing an exclusivity agreement, but you can have it elsewhere. You just can't charge. Can't it be cheaper. Different. Yeah, you can charge more. You just can't charge less. <laughs> I'm not sure I like. So that even if, even if you're you know not using Steam's DRM or Steam keys, you're just sending it as a, a you know like maybe on GOG. Is it Galaxy Games where you no yeah, DRM? Yeah. You can't have it lower than Steam if your game's in the st- in Steam. That's really strange, isn't it? I d- yeah. I just, yeah. you know, you've got to think about this. Like, surely if they're getting their whatever percentage, you know, their their um, commission on it, you know, 30%. 30% it, cut. Then why would they argue that you couldn't have, unless you've got, unless you've signed an exclusivity and it's a Steam exclusive, you know what? Yeah, I get like, that, like I the Epic it. exclusives. I, I get that for a certain that makes, period of time. That makes, you know, um, positively fine. But to say that you potentially can't put it on another store cheaper because they're running a promotion, let's just say, um, yeah. is and, and, this 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 uh, this the developer was like, well, I'm I'm going to offer it for cheaper on other stores because I'm paying less than thirty percent, so I want to pass that on to my customers. Yeah, but no, that's not allowed. I tell you right now, the you know it's. It's not a good place to be, is it? You know, jokes aside, being a video game industry in terms of these, these, these it's a bit murky, isn't it? It is, and I think you know, obviously, a lot of this is coming back out of the Epic court case, isn't it? Really, um, it kind is of, a lot, you know, bits of this are kind of like I think we kind of somebody's pulling the curtain back, aren't they? Really, you know, we're seeing behind, seeing the machinery behind the curtain. And actually, well, I suppose Hollywood had its its day a couple of years back, didn't it? And yeah, all sorts true. of murkiness came out of there, and now it's the gaming industry's day. Yeah, yes, you know, slightly different scenario, but I, I know what you're getting at. You know, it's, <laughs> okay, yes, but uh, there was a lot of stuff of, of all sorts that came out. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, the shiny exterior hides the the grubby um, interior, doesn't it? You know, it does. 
Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. We're uh, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to say it's gonna it's gonna see um it's gonna see what's gonna happen, isn't it, with the epic case? Because the judge in that has kind of been almost dropping hints, haven't they, around what they could be thinking about as a uh, yeah. a resolution, isn't it? Some of the questions they've been asking around um how how would Apple feel about alternative payment methods? Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, Anything I'm sure like I read that? one earlier about uh <laughs> would it be okay for them to publish advertise on their own website somewhere else you could buy it cheaper. Um, hang on a minute. Didn't isn't that what happened with Fortnite? Well, that's basically, yeah, yeah, that's basically <laughs> what happened there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think clearly this judge has not read all of the notes, have they? <laughs> like, you know? No, and you have to wonder how tech savvy these judges are. Yeah, some it, of them well, are, well, but it's, 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 it is a lot. If you're not, if this isn't your area of specialty, you know, you. Then surely we should have thing. someone who's a specialist in this area presiding over the case. Yeah, but I guess it's so niche, isn't it? That's the problem, you know. Having the gaming somebody... industry isn't niche. No, it's bigger than court... Hollywood. <laughs> true, but I guess what I mean is these court cases aren't coming up every day. I mean, right now. No, they that's are. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right now they are definitely. Right now they're every day, but you know, generally speaking, I suppose it's not like a a standard business dispute, is it, over finances? But I know it's well in a funny kind of way it is, but it's... it is. But I suppose it's a bit more nuanced than that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Funnily enough, you know, you read my mind, but. <laughs> Ah. Well, from one gaming to another then, um, slightly different track then, VR, which is obviously a, a firm favourite of ours here on the show, particularly it yours, is. Carl, I know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so we've got, what, is it Sony? Uh, well, they've not announced. There's rumours, isn't there? Rumours. Rumours, of course. This is how they all start. Rumours probably released by Sony uh, about a new PlayStation VR, which will include 4K screens. Oh, sorry. It's 4K resolution. Yeah, what is it? 4,000 times 2040. It's 2,000 it? by 2040 per eye. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty yeah, high. A, I mean, that's, that's... That's pretty high end. It's higher than QHD, isn't it? So Yeah, I mean... Well, I think it's, it's roughly it's, roughly speaking. Yeah, I mean, it sits between what? The, the Quest 2 is slightly ro- lower resolution. And uh, HP's Reverb G2 is a higher resolution. So it kind of sits squarely in the middle. But... Um, so what's 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 the big marquee features then with this next gen? Well, VR? single cable. It's not it's not going to be wireless. So USB C because obviously the PlayStation Five's got a USB C connection yep. on the front. But the big bits for me weren't weren't the screen resolution. It's the eye tracking and the foveted rendering. If I can pronounce um. that. <laughs> so basically, what they do is they use eye trackers to have little cameras on the inside staring at your eyes to see where see where you're looking within the on the screen. Yep. They then feed that back to the GPU, and the GPU renders the bit you're looking at in a higher resolution than the rest of the scene, than the rest of the screen. Okay. So you can have higher fidelity without requiring so much GPU grunt, I suppose, to render it all. The whole because way it works at the moment is the whole scene is rendered at the resolution and the detail that you, you've chosen or the game's chosen for you. This way, they, they can have different rendering for different parts of the scene depending on where you're looking at. That's quite clever in releasing it because you're right. It's, it's it's almost releasing some of that that horsepower, isn't it? To a bit like to, to, to blur, not realistically blur it, like, but kind of. Look, I guess it's more it how I suppose it's more like how the human eye really works, anyway. Well, as I say, yeah, when you look at something, you focus on it. You don't have you, a sweet everything. spot in the front, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of it is more blurry the further you go, and I suppose that's what they'll they'll use it for. You know, this isn't new. You know, um, 
I suppose it's new, integrated into a VR headset. I don't think anyone's come out of it just yet, but I know a lot of people have been working on it. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, because at the moment, isn't it on the obviously the HP Reverb G2 is kind of the de facto best in market, isn't it, at the moment in terms of VR? Uh, of the mainstream ones, yeah, yeah. definitely, when it comes to but a kind of screen resolution. I did see, though, that Sony have sold more than 5 million units on the PSVR headset. The Gen 1. Yeah. What, what was, what's the VR headset cost, or what did it cost? Around $300? Yeah, I think I was just going to say... Nearly as much as the PS4, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's quite impressive. I mean, from what I've seen, I haven't used it myself, but I've seen examples yeah. of it. For a console-based VR, I mean, it was it was groundbreaking. I think that was clear to state. You can't... I suppose it was it. mass adoption, wasn't it? The, the, it wasn't a very good resolution. I think it was the lowest resolution of all of them. But, but it was enough to kind of whet people's yeah. appetite, wasn't it? Exactly. And it was cheap enough to take a punt on. It, you're right. And then, you know, the same with some of the, the Oculus headsets. And HTC did the same with some of their lower end yeah. stuff, isn't it? The all in one units. Um, you know, and it is, you can't, you, you've got, they've got to take advantage of it. It would have been daft for Sony not to capitalize on that, especially mm. with the power that's in the PS5 and what they can do then with some of those games. Um, I've got to ask, though, how much is this going to cost? <laughs> I'd probably With put another eye tracking, affirmative rendering, and 2K well, well, per well, eye. Well, and... well, I was just going to say, hold that thought because not only uh, Sony announced a new product or rumored, HTC have announced a new product, the Vive Pro Two. two products. Ah, yeah. yeah, the Vive Pro Two, and then the, is it the Focus Three, which is more business oriented? But yeah, yeah, Vive but the Pro Vi- Two is one hell of a VR headset, isn't it? And that is it, five K screen. It's five K screens. And that's rent, that's currently uh, you can pre-order that Ooh. for seven hundred and twenty pounds for just the headset. Is that right? I think it is, isn't it? Just the headset. So I, I've got dollars written. I got eight hundred or seven nine nine dollars for just the headset. But of course, it doesn't have inside-out tracking. So no. you will need the uh, what they call they call them lighthouses or basically the sensors that go around your room to track your location in three D space. And yeah. then you need to buy the uh, VR controllers if you want those as well. So I think all in though, aren't you looking at thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars if you don't have to buy the lighthouses and the controllers? Oh uh, yeah, but did you see what else they sell with it? I didn't know about this. They sell these Vive trackers that allow you to bring real world objects into. Oh, the little the... disc things you stick on. Yeah, or body trackers. They've got a facial tracker that yep. can scan your face for realistic movements, and they have a wireless adapter that clips on the back and gives you complete. But it, but the wireless adapter balks the resolution though. It does, because um, it was it, designed for the previous one. Yeah, but I'm like, I didn't know about any of that stuff. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's an expensive ecosystem to get into. I mean, it makes the, the Valve Index look, you know, affordable. <laughs> it does, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's actually, I think it shares a lot of technology with the Valve Index, doesn't it? It's uses the I same lighthouses like yeah. and controllers. So if you're buying it as a full kit, you're getting a kit from the Valve, aren't you? The, the lighthouse and controllers. So. Oh, oh, a bit of thunder outside. Hopefully we won't have a lightning striking power cut. A full-on oh. thunderstorm rolling about side. Um, so I, the one thing about the Vive, though, is uh, I do like the look of it. It looks like it means business, the Vive Pro headset. It does, you know, it, yeah. It looks industrial. That sort of uh, cross strap that comes around the back of your head, those sort of built-in headphones that kind of come over your ears. You know, it looks like something, you know, a fighter pilot from the 23rd century would be wearing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm quite impressed by it. In that, you know, 5K clarity sounds awesome, but that 3090 that I'm going to need to run it with doesn't currently, you know, problem. isn't currently available. You know, I want to buy a new VR headset, but I can't until I've got a better graphics card. I don't think my 2070 is going to cut it. No, 
No. It... So, yeah, I need a 38 or a 3090, but I can't buy them for love nor money. No, so money I can do, but I'm not prepared to spend triple the price on one. No. I'd love to have a go on one of these, though. If there was ever an opportunity to test one of these uh, vibes out, I really would like to see it, because if, if you had a system that could run it, I think it would be one hell of an experience off that. Definitely. Can you imagine DCS in it? Oh, that would be amazing. But then I'd need 3090s and SLI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I need, you know, I, I need a pair. Uh, I need a pair of, uh, I need a pair of Xeons, I think, as well. You know, top end Xeons. You know what? Well, fingers crossed. I know they're re-architecting the engine to use Vulcan, so I'm hoping that might free up some resources to. Uh, oh wow! Well, what you mean? It can be multi-threaded. <laughs> yeah, if we multi- use multiple threads, not just one for the audio and one for everything else. If it can use multi, I do think if DCS could run multiple threads, it would be such a smoother experience all so. Yeah, I mean, I think they've still got a bit of a legacy rendering pipeline going that they might need to re-architect after they've moved to Vulcan, but uh, <laughs> one day we'll get there. One day, one day. But yeah, these are awesome. These, de- yeah. The Sony one definitely looks impressive. I appreciate it's not our, our ecosystem anymore, but if you are a PlayStation uh, user and you have VR, this is definitely one to watch out for. And You the- say it's not ours, though, but I think you can use the PSVR on the PC. Someone's built an open source driver, so I imagine there'll be one coming for that too. Well, who knows? I mean, yeah, you're right. Why don't say never say never? Um, but I just to say the one thing that did catch my eye was the, the render of the the controllers that they've been put up. That kind of like almost like the Oculus style ones, don't they? But they've kind of got. It did look snazzy. They look almost like some kind of futuristic fighting glove that wraps around your hand. <laughs> um, VR boxing. Yeah, it really does look like that. It looks quite impressive. Uh, it would be good. And like I said a minute ago, that that. Uh, PS5 engine, uh, well, you know, the, sorry, the graphics engine, the PS5, I should say, yeah. is powerful. There's no denying that. So Definitely. developers could take advantage of that with the games when there's going to be some really impressive stuff coming about. So definitely one to keep an eye on. And, uh, Do you think you know, they'll announce before Christmas? I think you're pushing it. I think you're pushing yeah, it. We think this is the next year one, do we? I, I think, yeah. Don't forget, silicon shortage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. But but yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on, and we'll we'll see that. Especially you know, with our VR interest on the show, we will come back and tell you more about that as more news drops, and as soon as the official announcement is made. So, yeah. what else do we have this week then? Oh, well, this... <laughs> yeah. So we we spoke oh, a couple of times now. We've laughed a lot about the <laughs> rumor, again. Well, not rumor. Sorry, the intention of Mobile World Congress 2021, an in-person event in Barcelona. It's not going well, is it, Jay? It's not. So, if you let's take you back to when was it earlier in the year when oh, the GSMA? Or March, they might announce, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the GSMA said we're going to run Mobile Congress this year. We're going to run it in June rather than March, and it's going to be fine. We're going to have all these great in person, live, in person, real in people live in Barcelona. <laughs> we're not going to use the big hall this time. We're going to use the old one we used to use, which is still quite big. Um, but we're going to make it COVID safe. All these different things, and we laughed, and we laughed. And we laughed. And guess what? <laughs> a lot of companies laughed as well. I went, oh, no, 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 we're not coming. So, so who's on that list, Jay? So let's start with the big boy first. So Google is not exhibiting, nor nope. are Samsung. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And nor Lenovo, Lenovo Nokia, nope. Ericsson, nope. Sony, nope. Oracle. <laughs> Random one, but no. <laughs> yeah, 
um, apparently, uh, so a lot of this was mentioned on the Verve, a Verge article, actually. Uh, yeah. They said they also reached out to ZTE in Huawei, which is interesting, um, to see if they were attending. But I suspect that'll probably be a no as well. But, um, I mean, come on, GSMA, did you really think this was going to go ahead? All these big companies no. were going to just say, fine, we're going to allow business travel in June when basically international travel from most places is banned. Yeah. And I mean, I'm actually struggling to think of a mobile manufacturer left that isn't, well, hasn't confirmed yeah. they're not coming. Yeah. Um, and Apple don't go anyway. Apple don't go anyway. No. Motorola is Lenovo, isn't it? I, I, I think we've, we've lost all of them. We've lost all of them. So your mobile conference is now mobile. <laughs> just a world <laughs> congress. I mean, it's just... Oh, it just drives me insane because, look, I am the first person that wants to get out of my work from home situation and go to a tech conference and enjoy it. Oh, but yes. I'm not going to risk myself or anybody else to do that. And the reality is most places in Europe right now are not at a level of vaccination success that would deem it, you know, this is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if we take the UK as an example right now, you can't yeah. travel to Spain. Spain is what's classed as an amberless country, which means that you've got to have, you know, negative COVID tests before you travel. You've got to quarantine when you come back. You've got to have extra COVID tests yeah. when you get back here. You know, um, I mean, we can get to Portugal. Oh, yeah. And that's we can hop the border and, you know, we can yeah. <laughs> get arrested. But, you know, it's just nuts. And I just think the GSMA here appreciate they're losing money. I get that. Everybody is losing money in this space. Yeah. But. Surely it's better to have a conference virtual where people feel that they want to attend safe. and safely can attend um, rather than having nothing at all. And I get we've all got Zoom fatigue. Look, you know, we've all got massive fatigue of Zoom, you know, sat in front of that screen for X number of hours a day. I'll be the first to put my hand up and tell you I've had enough. Of it. <laughs> but it's not going away anytime soon. And it will do. It will go back to normal. But right now yep. it hasn't, you know, and. And it's we've just got to kind of suck it up, and people have got to work out how they want to do these virtual conferences, and yeah. whether actually it might be better just to do a load of keynotes and that's it. Um, because I noticed was it RSA is on this week, uh, which is obviously usually a fantastic event. Yeah, uh, but that's you've got to pay for that to attend virtually. Hence why I'm not attending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so maybe the you know the GSMA could have done the same again, which I think they did last year, didn't they? You you could yeah. have free attendance for some of the major keynotes. But, um, you know, the sessions cost yep. money. And if, look, people will pay for it because there are parts of the industry that need to and want to know about other stuff. The analysts, yep. you know, are going to want to pay because they're going to want to hear what's going on. So, yeah, why not do that? So, look, we've got, what, a month, give or take, before this goes ahead? Yeah. Uh, well, I, look, I'm not a massive gambling man, but i got money on I Put money on it. i got money oh, on I've, I've just spotted ZTE and, and TCL will not be attending. Those were the other manufacturers. Uh, That's it. Nvidia won't be going. Amazon won't be going. Apparently, none will Intel. So it's done. Uh, there you so go. It's, it's done. It's done. They're going to pull the plug on this. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. Yeah, got to be. Because what are you going for? <laughs> <laughs> you know the little. The, you know the. You know the hall right at the end. That's full of all the individual little companies. You know, which is I all appreciate. The careful, careful. You know, um, but yeah, that's that's not why most people go. Uh, so. Yeah, GSMA, well done. F fantastic for trying. I applaud your efforts, but yeah, you got it wrong. You can always you hope. You got it wrong. Ah, uh, so 
we've come to the last story of the night, one which I have strong opinions on. So, Carl, put <laughs> this one up for me. Yeah. So, the latest Apple rumors is that they're working on a Switch-like console. Can I let that sink in for a second? <laughs> hmm. Don't they already have one? It's called an iPhone. These, these rumours have been swilling around for a couple of years now, haven't they? They have. They do keep coming back. You're right. This, I think, you know, I read something the other day about there was some, I can't think of who the um, the leaker was, um, but there was a leaker a couple of years ago who said the same, said that, you know, they were working on this because Apple Arcade was teeing that up, you know, with the launching of it. Personally, I don't see it. Now, Apple could build a games console tomorrow that could, could make the Switch look like my children's toys, you know, in terms of hardware capability and graphics yeah. capability. Yeah, iPhone 12, 11, 10, it's probably even the 9 are more yeah. powerful than Nintendo Switch. It's not groundbreaking hardware in the Switch, is it? No, and it, that's and, what you're, you know, you're buying it for. No, and the and the the Switch runs off an ARM infrastructure as well, an ecosystem, sorry. So, so it's NVIDIA not, Tegra chip. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like you can't program for it. You know, it's not like it's developing games for it. My 12, you know, the iPhone 12s you and I have both got here are compared to a Switch. It's, you know, it's comparing Ferraris and uh, Skodas, isn't it? Realistically. Um, uh, Skodas definitely got better handling. <laughs> um, but the reality is they're not going to do this because it is not in their interest. They, I do not see no. any reason why Apple want to get into a market where the margins are small. Well, I'm about to say not if you're taking 30% cut of games, but you already are. So there's that. Um, no. <laughs> but I mean, look, if, if you want to treat your phone like a games console, Apple fully support controllers. You can go and buy something yep. like, is it Razer Kishi, which plugs physical controls. It's, it sandwiches your phone between it. And I was going to say, doesn't like that make it look like a Switch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like... Or you, can, you can use Bluetooth with your Xbox controller, your PlayStation controller, and they're fully yeah. supported at the OS level. Yep. I could pop my iPad Pro up here on the stand, bring my Xbox controller out, as you say. I could then even play... Um, you know, uh, what's it? XCloud, effectively. Oh, saying, that's my plan when we get to travel. Controller, yeah. iPad, XCloud, sorted. You know, and you can have a great experience. Apple do not want to build a device that has physical controllers on the side and built in. It goes against everything Apple, it's, doesn't it? It's a U-turn on their whole um, design thinking. And if you look at it right today, at Nintendo are making money hand over fist with the Switch. Oh, yeah. Because, A, the games cost a fortune. That's probably the main <laughs> reason. <laughs> yes. And the hard... But they're not making masses of money on the hardware. I don't know. I reckon they're still making a pretty penny on it. They're not losing money on it. No, but they're not making 10 tons of profit on the hardware. And look at, no, say... No. And look at, like... Look at... Well, we spoke about this last week. You know, the, the kind of... The thought process is that Sony in particular, or maybe at least Microsoft, have said, you know... I've not made any money on the Xbox in terms of hardware. Yeah. And you could argue, well, as we just said, you know, Apple have got all the bits. They don't need to build a new thing. They can just, you know, repurpose the, the equipment they've got, you know. Put the iPhone in a new case, put some physical controls, job done. Then, then the question I give you then, right, is why haven't they done it already with the Apple TV? Yeah, I mean... Because wasn't they, that they, a rumour? They aim that at games, didn't they, though? 
Yeah, but yeah, wasn't that rumour? Okay, yeah. on there, can't you? Yeah, but Apple are you know we we laugh at this every time as an event. Apple's idea of gaming is not AAA titles like <laughs> no. Call of Duty, no, it's not. or or Forza Horizon, or you know any it's of the Candy main... Crush. It's yeah, or it's you know um, Frogger, you know jumping across platform, yeah. or it's that one they come out every time with. I can't think that some kind of fantasy Dungeons and Dragons style one they demo every time. You know, uh, something Blade, isn't it? Yeah, Infinite Blade, Infinite Blade, or something. That's I can't the remember. one. Yeah, that's been out a um, few times. You know, it's like Apple. I think will want to do more around. The AR stuff that we've said, you know, like the Apple headset yep. when that comes out, the mixed reality, gaming is just not something they want to play in the space. And, you know, they've got, they've, they're owning, you know, the audio market, they've got that from a services perspective. You know, they've got the the, the accessories with the AirPod Studio. Yeah. What's it? Apple announced today um, that you're going to get lossless audio, aren't you? You know, HD audio. HD audio uh, as part of Apple Music for no additional cost. Yep, and they even later on they're bringing out Dolby Atmos. Uh, Dolby Atmos, yeah, yeah, spatial uh, audio, audio, isn't it? Yeah, spatial audio files, yeah. You know, which again, no cost, no cost. And Spotify, there've been rumours about this for a while, haven't they? But they beat Spotify to market on that, and you yep. know, Spotify are going to charge for it because they have. Well, to, I don't know. They? Spotify have just upped the price. Oh, they may, they may think they may not so need I to. Think they're now, doing they? it ahead of time because yeah, they're... well, my Spotify family's just gone from I think fourteen ninety nine to sixteen ninety nine. They're, uh, they're, they're they're doing a bait and switch there, really. <laughs> like it's like it's yeah, free. Yeah, having it for what? free. Like, we just upped it like two days ago. <laughs> you know, so yeah, and I know, like you mentioned to me that there's Deezer, uh, who do obviously HD audio already. Yeah. Um, and Tidal, of course, but again, comparatively to Spotify and Apple, they don't have the subscriber numbers. No, they you don't know. know. And if you've got those shiny new AirPods Studio, isn't it? You know, the air overhead. Yeah. You know, that lossless audio is going to sound pretty sweet. Um, you know? So, again, gaming's an area they don't want to play in, I don't think. I don't think they need to play in a gaming area. I don't think they're going to want to build a console. They did build a console years ago. They called it the Pippin. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that did as well as everybody can remember. Exactly. I Nobody loved their re- new, was it was it the Newton? I like the Apple Newton. But yeah, you know, that was the the handheld, wasn't it? You know, the handheld with the pen um, and the touch, and it was before its time. Yeah, the Pippin was. Um, Oh, who was it they worked with on that? Um, oh, was it Namco? Namco, oh, Namco Band, Bandai, what they are? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, but that sold like nothing, basically, nothing at all. If you've got one in your cupboard. It's probably worth a lot of money right now. Yeah, if if you can remember what it looked like, it basically shared design heritage with. Oh, if you, it looked very similar to the Dreamcast. Did it really? Yeah, sort of that square. Yes. Yeah, sort of similar to the Dreamcast, but it looked like it had a VHS slot. Pippin. Yeah. It it looked like it had a VHS slot in the front of it, though, bizarrely. Ah, Was that the uh, CD ROM drive? (laughs) I can't, you know, I can't remember. I really can't remember. But it's just, again, it's, 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 you know, do they want to get in that space where they got burnt and come back? I don't think they do. Mm. Apple are all about innovation. They're about moving forward. They're about, you know, Move forward. Gaming doesn't need Apple, and Apple doesn't need gaming. No, not at all. Apple wants to blow you away with the latest in, you know, uh, generation on handheld device that you know works so fast that you can't run anything on it. It's going to tax it. They want to, you know, give you technology and services on the Mac, you know, or the or the um, 
uh what's it like the headphone story you know that a design so fantastic you know again you know they're so expensive yeah. but you'll buy them I anyway ar is their play isn't it ar and mixed reality is yeah their that's going to be the play you know look this as we've said before this is the weekly tech rant this is my rant this week but this is this is the point i don't agree with it i know some people probably think that they they could do it you're probably right but the, the biggest question you've got to ask yourself they is, could do it why why would they want to do it that's that's the question that nobody seems to be putting a really solid answer forward no exactly um yeah and that's I, i'm done i'm done my you're done you're around <laughs> So you you made a purchase last week, did you not? Oh, I did. Yes, and I'm wearing. You have a review today for us. A little bit of review. Yes, to wrap up. God, this rain's really heavy. Um, So uh, I'm wearing this evening uh, a lovely pair of AirPods Pro. Um, So I picked up uh, after my other AirPods. I passed them on after I they kind of weren't being used as much uh, and sitting in the office all time. It's great. But I realized um, that I needed a pair of wireless headphones for kind of recording videos at work, which I've been doing a lot of. And the Sony, the Sony XM4s that I wear for 12 hours a day are fantastic. You know, very comfortable, a great headphones. Not discreet. They're not discreet. No, no, no. They're not going to win any prizes for like, what are you wearing? Um, <laughs> and it's kind of like I needed something more discreet that when I'm stood up or I'm recording that looks a little bit less intrusive in the thing. And also I wanted another, I was kind of, you know, losing some losing or using, I should say my old lightning cable headphones for the phone, yeah. which is great. You know, when I was out like going for a walk or mowing the lawn or stuff like that, I kept getting tangled up and I was just getting fed up a bit. And then I, and when I was doing the videos of work, I found an old pair of uh, 3.5 headphones. Yeah. I'm plugging yeah. them into my Mac and then having that short, like, you know, three foot cable, um wasn't really helpful so yeah you know thanks to a uh you know a little bit of spare fundage that i had i am denied a bit i was going to go with uh the um uh the standard airpods um which were perfectly fine but because i managed to get some money off with the apple epp program through work the employee purchase program i got 10 percent off um you know which for apple's a hell of a saving i uh, picked up the the airpods pro and you know what they're really really good they're comfortable. They're slightly different shape. Obviously, you know, by now, people, most people, I'm sure, have seen them. They're slightly curved, shorter stems, silicon tips that come with three different tips based on, you know, your size of your, your ear holes. And when you first get them, you can put them in and you can run through the settings on Bluetooth a fit test. So it tests the seal um, of your the, 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 the silicon in your ear to basically so that noise cancelling works or transparency works and the default ones out the box work perfectly for me actually which is unusual uh and you know what they're really good i've, I've tried them you know noise cancelling on meetings um, i'm using them now to, to to do the podcast today and you know we can hear you crystal clear you know your dulcet tones Not the microphone but the, the the actual speaker part yeah, the microphone I'm using my uh, my snowball, my proper mic as always. Uh, when we before we started recording, I was connected by the AirPods mic, wasn't I? And you said it wasn't yeah. quite as sharp and as as had the clarity of the the snowball. Yeah, you missed a bit of depth, didn't you? I yeah, can perfectly yeah. hear you. Great for a, a Zoom meeting, but yeah, for a podcast, yeah. didn't quite have that depth. Um, the one thing I have tried on these, which is really clever, because they've got the the noise cancelling mics, the A and C. You can do transparency oh, yeah. mode. Um, which basically allows you to hear stuff, you know, a bit like the, the bit like the Sony's do, but you can hear yeah. stuff outside. Um, and I tried that in a noisy car where the kids are playing and stuff the other day in the house. It's quite noisy. And I turned it on and you can also do like a listen mode as well, where they almost act like uh, hearing aids. 
Um, okay. And it's in the accessibility section, and it's designed on the phone for hearing aids that are, that are compatible with iOS. And it allows oh, okay. you to use the mics on them to and the phone to basically amplify it. And it, I kept them in and I used it. And I could hear far better than I normally could do in my house. You know, when the children oh, wow. play and the TV's loud. It's a really clever mode. It does spank the battery a bit, which you'd expect. Oh, yeah. But they're really comfortable. I, you know, I can't fault them. Yeah, I'm not going to wear them every day, all the day, because that's not what I got them for. And if it hadn't been, I said, for the EPP and the, the route that I bought them for, I probably wouldn't have gone for the pros. But as a little investment... Not too bad. And I'll test them uh, next weekend when I get on the train for the first time ah, to, yes. to go for our staff meeting um, to have a go at them. But these are going to be great for back when I'm on the road again, uh, you know, not on the plane because that's what the, the Sonys will be for. But when I'm, you know, in the hotel room or I'm on, you know, in a, in a taxi or something, I need to call. The AirPods are always really handy to have in my pocket, you know, just when you need to have a pair of headphones available. So, yeah, not, you know, not cheap, um, but worth the money. Great design, good battery life, as you'd expect with Apple. And yeah, sound quality, yeah, they're not Bose. I'm not going to lie to you. They're not a pair of QC35s or whatever, or, you know, the equivalent um, wireless ones. But they're, they're no, all they're, right. They're all right. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm going to give them an, uh, probably a, an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. Generous. Yeah. Well, the Sony's, those XM4s I bought, I tell you, they are something else. Battery life on those thirty hours, sound quality is amazing. The comfortableness, I mean, they're over the year ones, but they are, yeah, they're not perfect because nothing is perfect. But they're a, they're a nine point five, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you Google X Sony XM fours, they're still at the top of the pack for yeah. best um, uh, ANC headphones you can get the right now. But yeah, little review this evening. So uh, yeah, not too bad. So Carl, next week, have we got any films coming out soon that we on the review? I couldn't. I forgot to check. Isn't there a zombie one out soon? Ah, oh, yes. Thank you. I is knew that going to be out one. in time? I knew there was a... I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that is right. So we have coming up then... Uh, let me just check on the release date for it. So we have um, coming very shortly is uh, Army of the Dead. That's right, isn't it? Army of the That's Dead, the which is the zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, because, you know, why not? A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear to uh to try bad, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> i'm guessing i'm guessing it's robber bank isn't it um yeah so that comes out um when does that come out is that um, oh no we've got two oh no is that i think it's out the end oh, of this week Friday, on netflix this week yeah so we're hopefully fingers crossed we'll have that we might get a chance to watch that in time for a review for next week uh, if not we'll have it on the list to to kind of tee up uh ready to go um, we also I, have the fast and the furious nine that's going to be yours. I, I just, I, I, I don't think the last Fast and Furious I watched was probably the second one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know about that one. Uh, I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah, I just, I, but talking of films that's coming out not for a few months is the trailer for Venom. Let there be carnage dropped Ooh, in this that last did look week. Good, didn't it? And that looks phenomenal. Um, if you've not seen that yet, Venom, um, which is part of the the Marvel universe uh, with Tom Hardy in it. Yeah. I would recommend it. It is a fantastic film. Bit of a slow burn to start with, isn't it, as it builds the, the characters. But once it yeah. picks up speed, it is fantastic. The writing, uh, the I want to say the acting, but it's not CGI of Venom, isn't it? It's just brilliant. So It's, it's brilliant. It's so funny. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a film I just keep going back to watch. It is. And the trailer for the second one looks even, even funnier. So Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is out later this year. 
Um, this, yeah, I think the cinema is going to pick back up. Well, that rain's getting heavier again. Um, so I think on that note, it's probably a good chance to wrap it up. Um, I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a good evening, everyone. <laughs>